Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. My name is Ben Bolin. Hello. I work for HowStuffWorks.com as a T-shirt supplier. I supply T-shirts this week. Very good. Thanks, Ben. Is it like five for... $10 $10 or something like that? Well, you like know, I the, can't. Uh, resort town prices? You know, I, uh, I try to work with the customers, especially in this mm-hmm. economy. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of, Scott, how, how are you liking that? Uh, what is that, an X17? <laughs> No, that's the model name. That's the model <laughs> oh, name. Oh, I thought it. you meant XL. No, 17. gosh, no. Like that would be rude. XXXL. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Oh, okay. X well. to the 17th? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a tent. <laughs> <laughs> I do sell tents. <laughs> I may need one soon. You know, I've been thinking about getting out of the t-shirt business and going into something else. Pants. I was working on a segue. (laughs) (laughs) We can't do it. Okay, okay, no problem. Let's just move on then. All right, how about that? We'll keep it clean here. All right. Um, We're going to talk about something that I I kind of stumbled across recently. Um, This was purely by accident. It's been around for a long time. We'll we'll tell you how long in a moment. But um, I was looking for a weekend event. Something to do with my daughter, um, and I'm kind of a road racing fan. I like the SCCA autocross type racing, and the uh, you know maybe like Road Atlanta. I was looking for a, a race there. Sure, um, any type of racing, mm-hmm. anything that was going on, and um, I found out that there was a an NHRA drag racing event happening at uh, at our local track at the Atlanta Dragway, and uh, so I looked it up and figured out what it was, and it was just a um, um, it's a weekend event, a summit racing event. And, uh, not the, not the, you know, the top end pros that you'll find on ESPN every weekend, but, um, this is more of a, you know, people are coming from Tennessee and from maybe, maybe as far as Florida. Like a, a regional of, event. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people from the Southeast, right? Um, and one of the events that they had there was, or one of the groups that they had racing there were the junior drag racers. And I had never heard of these before. And I had never heard of this until you told me about it. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say, you know, I was, um, 
back in the days of yore when I myself was a junior and when you were a junior, yeah. right? Yeah. This would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have it's been. It's still really cool. It would have been. Unfortunately, by the time it was even founded, I was too old. You know that? You probably didn't think of that, did you? <laughs> I didn't. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, that's kind of sad to hear, but I guess it is true. Um, this has been around since 1991, I believe. Is that right? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, he started, he, that's when, can we, we want to just go into it? I'll yeah, if you, okay. you want to, sure, sure. Great. Okay. So the story of the Junior Drag Racing League, um, we're getting this actually from their website, which is a great source of information. Um, that's where I got this. There's a guy named Vince Knapp, hmm. 1991. Uh, he is a member and a track owner with the NHRA and loves drag racing so much that he builds a, a smaller dragster. And we can get into that too mm -hmm. for his kids. Oh yeah. I've got all the specs on the car. So awesome. Yeah. Okay. And so it's 1991. He builds this drag dragster, but it's, it's about half scale. And, um, then he starts messing around with this invention and mainly it's to, it's to have fun with his kids. Mm -hmm. And then 1992 rolls around and he shows this dragster he's invented to the uh, officials of the NHRA and um, he starts uh, I guess it's it's sort of a marriage of perfect timing mm -hmm. right because from what I understand the NHRA had already been planning some things for fans of drag racing younger fans um, yeah I think they had uh, they had a magazine that they were going to put out is that right yes yeah. some type of uh, print material they were going to put out and uh so he's got this idea that happens to just coincide with this this uh this new magazine that they already want to put out and they said perfect let's do it. So yep. uh that's sort of the beginning of it, right? I mm -hmm. mean they had uh they had a couple of uh, I don't mean to step on here. I got No, uh, you got it. You but got they've it. got um they had just one race at that first event. People yes. went crazy for it. They loved it. And uh they started to run these things at other events throughout the year and they set up a tent and they said at the tent they said, you know, if you're interested in joining this thing um, you know, sign your name here and we'll send you some information. And they, they got, they got thousands of people that yeah, were interested I, in this. I don't know if they, if everybody knew how big this would become. Oh, I don't think so. No. I, I don't know either because yeah, uh, that race you're talking about there, Scott, the one in Englishtown, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's really strange that they did it in, let's see, just 1992. Mm -hmm. And then they, Oh God, we're getting old, man. 1992 <laughs> was a while ago. Yes, it was. It was a long time ago. It was, uh, oh, it was almost 20 years ago. Almost so. 20 years. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that aside, yeah. So they had, they had an amazing response. And then, so the next thing they do, they build some more of these half scale dragsters and they start, they, they take it out on tour, right? Take the show on the road. Yeah, exactly. And they, uh, they had about 10 races, I think that first year. And, uh, once they got, um, you know, they started, just gaining more and more attention as time went along. And uh, a lot of people said, yeah, I'm interested in this. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, how, how can I get involved? How do I build a car that, that fits NHRA specs on this type of thing? And, uh, that's when they created this division for junior dragsters. And, uh, that's what we have today. So I can tell you some of the specifics if you like. Yes. First, um, before we go into the specifics, oh, not, yeah. not step on you, bro. One thing we need to emphasize when you say junior, the, the age of the kids. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the junior. Now this is what this is what I found maybe most interesting about yeah. this whole thing. You can start when you're eight years old. You can. Did you did you hear that? Eight eight year old, eight to seventeen year old fans. Eight to seventeen. That's right. Yeah. If you 
are out there and you want to drive and you can't get a license, I was there with you guys. Uh, 15 is far, far away sometimes because that's where, that's how old you have to be to get a permit here in the U.S., of course. Um, but man, if you're eight, eight, can you believe it? I mean, so my daughter that I'm taking with mm-hmm. me to this event, eight years old, eight years old. How excited was that? I mean, I was excited about it. I don't know yeah. if she was all that excited about it, but I was, <laughs> I was very excited about the, the prospect of her being able to do something like this. That's now, pretty cool. I, man. I don't know if I could coax her into doing something like this. I, I'm not sure, but I mean, if she wants to do it, Oh, She'll yeah. do it. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know how kids are. So, yeah, if I apply the headlock just right and give her a noogie or something and say, you know, you're going to do this, I've still have I have yet to forgive my <laughs> my folks for that. What I call the basketball fiasco. Yeah, okay, understood. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah. So, no. so what what are the stats on these vehicles? Well, the cool thing. Now you said they're half scale versions, right? Um, yes. We're talking about. I don't even know if we said this at the beginning or not. We're talking about those real long, long rail cars. The um the top fuel dragsters. Oh yeah, we so, should have said that. Yeah, um, those. We're talking about the ones that are 20, big wheels in the back. Yeah, twenty five yeah. feet is the the wheel length, or the uh, wheelbase between the rear wheel and the front wheel on those things. Twenty five feet. Wow. So these are twelve, you know, roughly twelve and a half feet in between the wheels. So these are big cars. They're mm-hmm. they're the length of a you know like a kid's bedroom or something like that. Because you know beyond that, there's the the engine sticking off the back. It's not right at the very back end. Right. Um. It, it's it's longer than. Twelve and a half feet. It's probably about closer to fifteen feet, maybe fourteen feet. Wow! Um, so these are big cars for the kids, mm. and they look just like a dragster scaled down. That's really, really cool. I was, I was impressed by the way they look. Um, maybe more than even how fast some of them are going. Um, and we'll talk about that too. But they, they get moving pretty good. Um, and that is courtesy of just a. It, it, this is unbelievable. A five horsepower single cylinder engine. Okay. And now before you laugh at that, because that sounds like, you know, that's what you'd find at a, uh, a go-kart track. Right. They are kids. Yeah. So. They're kids. I mean, you find that on a lawnmower that you push around your yard. Mm-hmm. Um, these things are capable of going up to 85 miles per hour and doing an, they, they run an eighth mile. They don't run a full quarter mile. Okay. They do an eighth of a mile in 7.9 seconds. So that's pretty quick. Pretty quick. They they move out, you know, fast, and they they sound like a race car. They look like a race car. The kids are fully suited up like a race car. It's it's kid racing. Kid racing. Pop up to eighty five. Eighty five miles per hour. Now that's that? that's the yeah. top end. That's you know the 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 older kids are doing that. Okay. The younger kids, they've got them pulled back down quite a bit. I mean, you'll notice when you're there if you're watching, uh, you know, the different divisions race. Right, because um, they do divisions just like. Yeah, you wouldn't have an eight-year-old racing against a seventeen-year-old. Well, not if you're a good person. No, I wouldn't. So. <laughs> yeah, I crushed that kid. No, they um, they have like you know the eight eight to ten or ten to twelve or you know I'm not sure the the breakdown of that, but they do they do segment them like that so that it's a, it's an even competition you know skill level, and um, I think the kids you know that first start out they've got them closer to you know. 35, 40 miles an hour. Yeah. But still, you're talking about an eight-year-old doing that. That's pretty good. An eight-year-old in charge of that is something yeah. that a lot of parents would never let mm-hmm. their child do. Oh, yeah. And what's really cool about this is that – and I know it sounds like a big chunk of change to start with. But okay. um, the, a kit, when you get to remember, it's racing. Mm-hmm. And that's usually typically very expensive. So sure. a starter kit, a base kit for this uh, for this competition, if you buy their – you know, the NHRA setup – is five thousand dollars. So that'll get you everything you need, just the basics to get started in this in the series. And um that that'll get you and here's just an idea, that'll get you up to about forty five miles per hour, this basic kit. And okay. then you add on what's allowed up to that point. And the rest of it is your own um 
I guess machining prowess and your uh, your skills and you know your motor tuning abilities and you know how you set the tire pressures and all that. It's it's down to um, you know the race setup. Uh, I'm sure there's other things you can do as mm-hmm. well in different classes. So I'm not going to you know get into that, but sure. Um, and of course they're going to need a jacket and a helmet and gloves and you know they have to wear long pants and shoes and everything. Um, all of the rest of that safety clothing equipment, you know, like the head restraint, the collar right. thing yeah. uh, for for the next safety. Um, that'll cost you about 500 bucks. So it's, it's sort of expensive, but when you look at what you're doing, I mean, cause when you look at these things, they're, they're, they're yeah. well laid out. They've got graphics kits just like you'd find on, uh, on the, you know, the big guys. Yeah. Um, some of them have sponsorship, uh, from local sponsors, you know, like maybe a tire manufacturer or sure. something that says, yeah, we'll put our name on your car. Cause you know, you win races and you're out there with, our, you know, the group of people we want to sell tires to. Yeah, we'll pay you five hundred dollars, or you know, maybe either we'll pay you or we will. Uh, we'll give you a set of tires for the year. So um, something like that. You know, they they can get sponsors. So it's five five grand for the actual vehicle, mm-hmm. and and of course the membership you need because you have to be a member of the league to race. Mm-hmm. And uh, membership is additional. Membership is additional. You have to do that on your own. You have to go to, um, well, you have to go to the, the website and then sign up. And I've got, um, I'll read it at the end of the yeah. uh, podcast here yeah, where, you, where you can go end. to get information. But, um, the membership is, it's got two, uh, two different like tiers. Uh, tiers, I suppose. One is for drivers. Driver, if you're a driver, uh, it's $29 per year to join the, uh, the junior drag racing league. And if you're a non-driving participant, let's say you're a family member, a father, mother, brother, whatever, um, it's $19 a year. So it's a little bit cheaper, but, um, you know, you get a subscription, you get, mm-hmm. um, some, some other cool stuff, you know, a t-shirt, I think sure. that's, you know, yeah, part of the hat, group. Maybe. And, yeah. Some type of kit that has some fun stuff in it. Um, but it, it gives you all of your, I think you, I think you even get a rule book with that. Um, I'm not sure exactly if that comes with the membership or not, but, yeah. um, I don't know, interesting stuff. I, I think it's really cool that, you know, kids as young as eight mm-hmm. can get out and race on a, on a real genuine NHRA track. And now, you know, between the two of us, I'm the cheap one. So I want to go back to that price again because that's really surprising. I would think that it would be much more expensive mm-hmm. or, or at least more expensive. Well, you know, and there's there's money to win as well. Um, you could, you know, they have divisions. So that, let's say that um, in North America, there's something like 140 NHRA tracks. Um, I don't know if all of them have junior competition, uh, but – you have to look at your own local track to find out if they do have that or not. Right. Okay. Um, but there's seven divisions in North America. And so, you know, it's like Southeast, Northwest, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, um, if you win in your division, you know, by winning these, you know, weekend events and, you know, continue to climb up, uh, then you might be invited to go to a conference final. Cause there is no, there's no real national series for this thing. It's not like you're going, you're not really traveling out to California to race against somebody if you live on the East Coast. I see. Um, okay. But there is a, a conference final, which is, uh, there's an East and West conference final, and there's about a thousand competitors in each, each one of those competitions, each one of the finals. Huh, okay. So it's, it's intense competition. And get this, there's $100,000 in, Savings bonds available at each one of those events for the winners. So, um, you know, I don't know how many ways that's divided up, but, uh, there's, there's some money to win there for kids. That's so really cool. Makes it worth it. You might be able to pay for your, uh, for your kit. You might be able mm. to get it back if you're, if you're good right out of the box. And it's, it's, uh, it's very smart to, to, uh, I'm going to sound like crotchety old man when I say this. <laughs> I think it's very smart to pay in savings bonds instead of oh, just giving I agree. thousands of dollars in cash to eight year olds. 
I'm thinking of me when I was 16, man. No, it's, it's, I'm going to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. I probably still would have when I was 16, man. Yeah. They got the thing with the plastic yeah. balls. You I know what I'm talking yeah, about? I don't know if they still have that. Oh, uh, there's probably a law. Probably. Buzzkill. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this, um, what's fascinating here is something we should also touch on. You know, earlier you're talking about, um, your daughter dr- possibly driving one of these things if she wants to. Um, and how she can do it because she's in the age range now. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing uh, for the listeners out there who are wondering, it does, there's not any kind of um, gender discrimination or any any sort of um, – she wouldn't be an anomaly is what I'm saying. Cause no. I got the stat here. Oh, yeah. Tell me, please, because okay. I, saw, I saw a few girls while I was there that were racing. Mm-hmm. And uh, of the junior drag uh, – excuse me, the drag racing league's um, members, they're like – 4,500. Okay. And, um, 35%, around 35% are girls. Wow. Which is actually a higher ratio than a lot of people would expect in these sort of You know, things. I wouldn't think in a, in a drag racing competition, the percentage of females would be that high. I thought it would be, you know, closer to 10%, something like that. Just, just gut feeling. You know, well, I, they just yeah. don't seem to be drawn to that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I know there there are some that, you know, of course, are. We've seen professional drivers. Sure. Um, you know, of course, the, the very, very top end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really wouldn't have picked junior drag racing to have 35% female participation. Which is, you know, it's interesting to me, and it's such a – I think it says a lot for uh, the popularity of mm-hmm. racing as a sport and uh, the accessibility of it. I. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see that number continue to go up. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it will. Cause when I was there, I, I was noticing that there were, there were many, many females there racing mm-hmm. that weekend. And, um, I was actually surprised by the number of, of female racers that I found, uh, you know, amongst the, the boys that were competing too. Um, it almost seemed like it was half and half. Oh, we, we have to do a CYA just in case Why is we're, that? we're offending anybody. Scott, you're not sexist and, and I'm, I'm not sexist. No. We're just, we're just saying that that is a surprising and a positive thing. Oh yeah, definitely. It's yeah. just, it's just, uh, I guess for a long, long time, uh, drag racing has been more of a man's sport. It mm-hmm. really has. I mean, it historically, just, just percentage. Yeah, exactly. Historically, percentage wise, mm-hmm. um, 35% is extremely high, I think. Mm-hmm. So then, and good, which means that, you know, <clears throat> right now, the, the world's next, uh, best drag racer could be in this league right now. Exactly right. And, and could very well be a woman that you will, well, a girl now that you will, uh, be clamoring to get an autograph from. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. They've <laughs> got, years. they have, uh, they have some information on the site, you know, that I'll, that I'll tell you in a minute, yeah. but, um, they've got a number of, some of the the top racers now the, at the at the top end mm-hmm. that uh, that came from the junior drag racing series over the years. So um, this does you know this breeds winners. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really has proven that you know these are these are or this is a way to get them into the sport and a way to keep them involved in the sport throughout their whole life. Yeah, because so much so much of racing uh, expertise mm-hmm. is based on experience mm-hmm. primarily. Well, one thing about junior dragsters, there's That's no it. school. You can't go to a junior drag racing school to learn how to do this. So, which seems crazy because, yeah. you know, you just have to jump right in. You have to say, I want to do it. Here's my uh, $5,000. I'll take my kit and work on it. And then next year I'm going to compete. And that's going to be the first time that I'm really competing. What about the safety issues? Well, you know, that is taught. And you learn the, okay. you, you read the rule book and you, uh, you, know, you attend the driver's meetings. You, mm. uh, you go to events ahead of time and you, you closely watch what happens and you may even uh, befriend another racer and find out what's going on. Like what a, can you, you know, get a mentor? 
Exactly. Yeah. Before, yeah, yeah, an eight-year-old might have a ten-year-old mentor. Uh huh. That's um, cool. Or a you know, ten-year-old might have a seventeen-year-old mentor. Sure. Or whatever. Like, like um, scouts or something. Exactly. But this is open again from anybody from eight to seventeen. This is this is an awesome opportunity um, and a relatively low entry cost for racing. I wish that I knew then what I knew now. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't have you know, I didn't even have the opportunity when I was a kid. It just wasn't available. Um, <laughs> well, I'm okay. I had already been, I had already graduated from high school like three years before that. I am try, you know, you and are you, a close I, friend. I'm trying so hard not to play an invisible yeah, I know, violin for you. Because you, uh, you graduated what, about a year and a half ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago. So you're from, fresh out of, uh, middle school. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. high school. Right. I actually, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're on to advanced learning by this point. Oh my gosh. I, uh, you know, I actually still am in school. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're, yeah. uh, you're uh, going for your doctorate in something? That'd be cool. I don't ever want to graduate. <laughs> I really like school. I would love to take uh, racing yeah. courses. Yeah. Um. So let's go ahead and let these people who want to know how to get involved or how to get their kids involved. And, and if you're if you're somebody's super cool uncle, and I mean like super cool, in my opinion, best Christmas present ever. <laughs> a dragster? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. But it is yeah. the kind of thing you should probably check with the parents. I think you might want to ask them. You don't yeah. want, you don't want to get that icy stare from mom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm shivering now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be, uh, that'd be an uncomfortable Christmas morning. Then. It's a rough one. But, uh, that, that would be a, a great gift. You're right. Yeah. So where do these folks go? Uh, they can go to, and this is where we got all of our information for today. So mm-hmm. uh, you can find out everything. You get the information. Uh, there's a rule book there, photos, membership applications, mm-hmm. um, race results, schedules, all that stuff is there. Um, you, they go to www.juniordragster.nhra.com. So it's jrdragster.nhra.com. And um, find out everything you want about it because uh, there's, that's, that's the official site and there's a lot of information there and they make it easy for you. Yeah, there's a lot of information. There's the history, of course, the frequently asked questions mm-hmm. and uh, the ways to apply to yeah. become either a non-participating member or a non-racing participant, I think. Something like that. Non-driving participant. Non-driving. Yeah. That's the one. The crew members. Yeah. Your crew. Your yeah. crew. Your crew. <laughs> Your and crew you know what else? You can get a chance just to see these things because, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I hadn't seen them ever before and they really do look like the top fuel dragsters. Um, it's just a, a mini version. Oh, and you know what? While they're doing that, they're already on the internet. They should check out our Facebook. Not a bad idea. Yep. We have, uh, make sure that, uh, to, uh, search for the new one. Uh, we have a car stuff Facebook page now. All one word. And we also have a car stuff Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. So watch for that too. And, uh, let's see. We got a car stuff blog. Mm-hmm. We got, uh, the website that's got a ton of different, uh, I don't know, automotive articles of all different types. Yeah. Collector cars, race cars, everything. New ones uh, coming out yeah. every week. New so. technology. Every every week we're loading that thing up. So um, there's a lot of places to go for information. Heck yes. And we, uh, we're we trying to, to cover everything, right? All things automotive, I think, we bring up sometimes. Yeah. Um, but we, we need, also need to know what you guys and gals out there want. So if there's a topic that you would like to hear more about, if you have a question, a funny story, um, we don't do t-shirts yet, but if you have some ideas for that even, uh, they should go ahead and send us an email at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. 
Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 